0: Being in business is stressful when you're wearing all the hats and trying to figure out everything on your own. Does having someone to guide you and having access to your own team of designers, content creators and web support sound too good to be true? What if I told you it's available to you right now? Join me at SamanthaReilly.global/collective to join the Experts Collective and get the strategy and support you need to take your business to six figures this year. That's Riley.global forward slash collective. I'll see you there. To move the needle on my business today, where do I need to focus? And by asking myself this very specific question, I can let go of all of the big, huge projects and just think, what do I really need to hone in on today? What's that one, two or three things that I can do that's really going to move the needle? welcome welcome thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode as always i super appreciate you and i hope that wherever you are in the world that you're doing okay today i've decided to do a quick tip episode kind of uh, need to get my tongue around that i feel like i'm reciting a dr zeus book a quick tip episode and uh, i want to talk about something that as an entrepreneur is super important but also can be one of the biggest challenges we have. And that's productivity. It's something that we talk about all the time and something that we really struggle with. And today I'm talking about it because what I'm seeing right now is people who are really struggling to focus. And believe me, I get it. Here in Sydney, in Australia, we're in lockdown and there's rolling lockdowns happening in other states. Our friends overseas are still in lockdown. And, you know, we've been doing this thing for a while now. We're we're heading into, are we heading into 18 months? I don't know. It feels longer. Anyway, lots of people I've been speaking to are are really feeling tired and they're feeling anxious. They're really uncertain. And we're all wondering when this thing is going to end. This episode is made possible by Your Podcast Concierge. Editing your podcast can be time-consuming. Your Podcast Concierge offers comprehensive and affordable podcast production and social media marketing services to help you grow your podcast and business faster. Go to yourpodcastconcierge.com and book a call via the Let's Talk button on the homepage and receive 50% off your first month when you mention Thought Leaders Business Lab. So. First up, like if you're feeling this way, I don't want you to sugarcoat it. Yes, we need to keep putting one foot in front of the other to keep the income coming in. But more than ever, we need to be looking after ourselves and accepting the fact that we might not be able to pump out the work at the speed or with the focus that we could, you know, maybe a couple of years back. Um, I was just having a Zoom workout session with my personal trainer this morning, and I was getting super frustrated with myself because one of the exercises that I normally or one of the moves I can normally do without a worry, I was really, really struggling with. And she explained that it could be because of some of the stress that I've got going on. You know, this is how it plays out in our bodies. And, you know, the stress, I'm not talking about anything major here. But as business owners, we have to accept that sometimes we're under stress with everything that we have going on. So anyways, after rather than beating myself up, which to be honest, I was starting to do, I do do that. (laughs) You know, I stopped and I took a breath. I put my hands on my heart and I said to myself, I've got you, babe. And sometimes, even though I just had a bit of share and sunny and share coming into my head, um, and I hope you're not singing that in your head for the rest of the day. But sometimes, you know, we've got to do that. We've got to we've got to give ourselves the love and and the acceptance that things aren't quite going exactly how we would like them to go or as planned. So I wanted to frame this episode in this way because. We do need to keep putting one foot in front of the other. We do need to make sure that we've got income coming in, that we've got clients still enrolling consistently. We can't afford to take our eye off the prize, but at the same time, Don't beat yourself up. Don't try and go at the speed that you've always done. You do need to look after yourself. Take some time out, you know, read a book, go watch Netflix for a bit. Don't let that turn into days on end. But you know, give yourself the space to rest and recover and be able to switch off. Because, you know, especially if you're not used to working at home all the time, it it can be a lot if you're, you know, I'm putting this in air quotes, living in your office. You need to be able to switch off and walk away. So let's jump into some of the productivity hacks that I use in my business. Let's jump in with some of the tips that I've got. And the first one is to spend some time in the morning before you start your day, making some notes and setting some intentions. So, whether that's journaling that you start your day with or, you know, just getting clear I thoroughly suggest you do this. So every morning before I start my day, I reflect on what happened the day before, what didn't go well. Then I start to think about, all right, so to move the needle on my business today, where do i need to focus and by asking myself this very specific question i can let go of all of the you know the big huge projects and just think what do i really need to hone in on today what's that that one two or three things that i can do that's really going to move the needle and i also like to to finish off my day on reflecting you know how am i proud of myself for getting these things done because I don't know if this resonates with you, but I know a lot of people that I speak with. When you're in business, you're, or most of us are generally high achieving, and we can get into the thought that, oh, we just, you know, didn't get everything done or we didn't get enough done. So I thoroughly recommend finishing off your day and, and really closing that chapter by reflecting on what we did do. So that's number one is to really start the day well. Number two is work in short bursts. So it's when when you're tired, when you're anxious, when it's really, really hard to focus, sitting down in front of our computer or sitting down in front of your computer for hours on end isn't going to help you get more work done. In actual fact, what you'll probably find is that you may be productive for a couple of hours and then you know the brain starts to switch off, it starts to wander. Oh, I'll just have a look over here in Instagram, I'll just start to flick through TikTok. Oh my goodness, what's happening over here? Let me walk to the fridge, get something to eat. I'm sure this is not just me, right? So work in short bursts. I know that there's many people in my world that use Pomodoro, which is an app. I much prefer using Brain.fm, and I'll put the links to these in the show notes. Um, Brain FM is my favorite favorite app for staying productive and staying focused. And uh, when when I switch it on, I can set the timer. I can set what sort of work I'm doing. Am I being creative? Am I doing deep research? What is it that I'm doing? And using artificial intelligence, the app provides different sounds or different pieces of music that helps our brain get into the state to be able to focus and really you know, just dive in and get the work done and it's so good. So I thoroughly recommend um, Brain FM and set the timer for how you work. So start off by maybe working in a 60-minute sprint or a 90-minute sprint. I prefer to work in, depending on what I'm doing, either a 90-minute sprint or a two-hour sprint. Um, Two hours is a little bit longer than most people normally recommend. But if I'm writing a lot or creating content, I prefer to set it for two hours and maybe stop a little bit short of that than have the app stop at 90 minutes and, and I lose focus and I don't get, you know, what I'm doing finished. So I I personally have found that I prefer a two-hour sprint. But definitely experiment and see how you go with that. All right. Number three sort of ties into this a little bit. And I started doing this a lot, lot more and I'm really, really loving it. And that's online co-working. So obviously at the moment, many of us can't catch up with uh, with friends in person. We can't go to our usual co-working spaces or, or where I love to work, which is the cafe. We can't do that. And I'm someone that likes to you know, bounce ideas off people, but also just have someone there giving me a little bit of accountability. So grab yourself an accountability buddy and jump on Zoom. And co-work with someone. You're not chatting the whole time. In actual fact, what we do is jump on, let the other know this is what I'm working on. This is my intention for this session. For example, I'm planning on getting this, uh, you know, this this full email sequence written, or you know, so many words of my book, or you know, whatever it is, and then unless you need to touch base with your partner through the session, again, you just set your timer for 90 minutes and you just go. But having that person that's there in front of you prevents you from you know, getting caught up, like I said before, going for a walk to the fridge, going and doing something else. So it just helps you to stay focused and, and have someone to bounce ideas off. So thoroughly, thoroughly recommend online co-working and having someone there really that's going through what you're going through. Having a dedicated workspace as I mentioned before is super important. So if you don't have a space in your home that you can shut the door on, at least have a space that's away from your normal living area as you know as much as possible. I'm very lucky that I have an office that I have set up. It's nice that I definitely have noticed that it's easier to work when my office space is uncluttered. I like to have my desk free of paperwork. So I can really just focus on what's at hand. It sort of takes away the clutter that's in my head. Um, But where I lived, uh, I've lived in places before where I didn't have my own office. So I always made sure that I had a workstation set up that was separate to where I would watch TV or, you know, I've never certainly had something set up in my bedroom. Thankfully, I don't know, you know, what your situation is or your circumstances, but maybe if you do have something where you can't move away from it too much, at least, you know, even putting a sheet over it at night to just close that off and be at home um, and not at the office, just our workstations are our office. And we want to make sure that we are able to switch off. Talking about switching off, let's talk about notifications apps and, you know, all of these emails and social media accounts, everything has notifications. They ding and they bing and they have bright red numbers that pop up. Get rid of them. Turn your phone onto airplane mode or, you know, I'm at work mode, whatever mode you have on your phone, so that even if it's on silent, oh, there's nothing worse. I think the nothing that drives me more insane is having my phone vibrate while I'm doing something. It's, it's like the old phones from the 70s that used to ring loud. You know, we're so tuned into it that even just a phone on silent and that vibrate can take our focus away from what we're doing. So, turn off your notifications, put your phone on airplane mode so that you can just focus on what is right in front of you. All right, let's talk about project management software. So, if you're like me, or you may be like this or maybe not, I love writing lists. I love handwriting lists at the beginning of the day. I love to journal. I love old school, you know, pen and paper or you know, art pads and sharpies or chalk pens. That's how I do all of my all of my work of getting stuff out of my head and into reality. But once that's done, I need to be able to put this in a place where my team can also see it or where I can see if I'm working on it myself, what my workflow is. So, I thoroughly suggest using a project management software if you aren't. Now, there is thousands of project management software around. The one that I personally use is Trello, which I love. Trello starts off, you can have a free account with Trello. Uh, It's set up with almost like virtual pinboards where you can put post-it notes and you can sort of drag them into new lists so you can see the workflow as it moves across and I I love to move my little post-it note to the next to the next list cuz I feel like I'm really achieving um thoroughly like I said thoroughly recommend looking at it but know that there's not one Answer for a project management software for you. So I suggest that you find something that works well for you, something that is easy for you to use or is user friendly for the way that you work. There's no one way that works for everyone. So, like I said, there's many there's um, Asana and there's ClickUp and there's Uh, Basecamp and there's uh, Monday. There's so, so many of them that I suggest you have a look and find one. Like I said, I love Trello. It's so easy to use and uh, we run our business and our many, many team members on Trello and it works really, really well. So, get yourself a good project management system. Let's talk about boundaries. So, You may think that this has nothing to do with productivity, but let me tell you, this is so, so important. If you're overwhelmed, if you're busy, and something comes into your world that isn't necessarily making you feel good, or is making you feel anxious, or stressed, or you feel is taking away from your focus to where it needs to be, say no. You don't have to do it all. If you can't manage it, what you're doing on your as, you know, your your workload today, then taking on more is just going to make you more anxious and unable to complete what is already on your plate. So, if you can't manage it, if it doesn't feel good for you, say no. It's really really important. Calendar links are something else that I find really helps to set boundaries. So, if you're, our calendar can be quite overwhelming when we've got clients booking in, uh, we have got appointments that we need to book in through the day, you know, podcast interviews or, you know, collaboration calls or chats with our team. I only book things in via a calendar link, even with my own team. Everything gets booked into my calendar. And that's to take away the overwhelm of of thinking that I've got to try and remember everything. Because when you're trying to remember everything, you forget something. You know, it, it always happens. So Why this is good is for two reasons. Number one, when people book into your calendar link, it automatically lands in your calendar. So you can't be double booked. You can't muck up the time zone and, you know, it just lands where it needs to land. Second, it saves that email, what I call email tennis, you know, the emails that go backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards, because you're like, how about this time? No, I can't do that time. What about this time? No, I can't do that time either. The emails go backwards and forwards. And it's just such a time waster. So having a calendar link avoids that. And number three, what I, because your calendar link is integrated with your calendar, what I suggest you do is book blocks of time out in your calendar where you're not speaking to anyone. So block times in your calendar to exercise Exercise is really, really important, especially when we're stressed out and anxious. You know, Not only is it good for our bodies, but it, it releases all sorts of um, hormones and feel-good sorts of things that helps us to, to be able to focus. So I book my blocks of um, exercise time into my calendar. So no matter who gets my calendar link, they can't book into that time. I book out time Where I might want to take an hour off over lunch, or I book time on certain days where I want to finish a little bit earlier. So make sure you book your personal time out of your calendar first so that you are fiercely guarding your calendar because that calendar is your time. That's the most important thing that you have. And then hand out your calendar link to other people so that it just makes it super easy for someone to book in when they need to uh, and it's not overwhelming for you. So a lot of what I've talked about today is all around getting rid of decision fatigue. I don't know where I originally heard the term decision fatigue, but it's a, it's like a real thing. You know, we get up and we and the first thing we're thinking is, you know, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to wear? What, you know, what am I going to do today? So our brains are constantly thinking and making decisions from the second we're waking up. So we want to clear as much decision fatigue out of our day as we can so that we can just, you know, simply focus and be calmer and more able to make decisions in a better way throughout the day. So, you know, anything that we can do to take away that will make it a lot, lot easier. And on that note, decision fatigue and multitasking go hand in hand. Don't multitask; it doesn't work. Just as I said before, turn off those notifications, turn off the apps that are beeping and dinging. You know, turn your phone onto um, onto airplane mode, and don't try and do five things at once. Just focus on the one thing. Pop in your earbuds, pop Brain FM on, and just go for it. Don't jump from tab to tab to tab because it's not going to help you get done it's not going to help you get the jobs completed that you need to get done. Like I said earlier, we, there, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress going around right now, but we've still got to make sure that we're putting one foot in front of the other and looking after ourselves. So I hope today's quick tips helped you to uh, really focus and make sure that your productivity is boosted uh, and you're looking after yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode, I would love you to scroll up on the app on your phone and hit that share button and share this episode with someone else in your world who is a coach. course creator, an expert that really needs to make sure that they're staying focused every day. And while you're up there, hit the follow button or the subscribe button, depending on which app you're listening to this episode on. And that ensures that you will be notified each time an episode drops right here on the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Thanks so much for joining me today. I always appreciate you and uh, I will see you next Monday on the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Ciao, ciao. It's been great to share another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast with you. If you want more, head over to summitthoriley.global/podcast for the show notes, the links from today's sponsors, and to download your detailed episode companion for the extensive notes and value bombs we shared today. And if you're looking to connect with other experts and changemakers just like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at Podcast.